The following is a conversation with Aditya Nair, a transformation coach, student of business, and a burgeoning social media influencer. We talked about discipline, motivation, and how one can keep their fitness journey simple, straightforward, not time-consuming, yet productive and consistent. We also explored the strategies to navigate through the distractions that life throws at us. Uh, this is the Zones at Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, with Emriel Bigneri, and here is my conversation with Aditya Nair. Okay. Discipline is the cornerstone of success in any endeavor, uh, especially in fitness, as I can see. Um, how do you define discipline in your training, number one, and what does it look like in practice? I think I should define discipline in my words first before we get into it. Everybody has got a different definition of discipline. Discipline was something that my parents taught me from day one. Since I was a child, my dad always used to say, just learn discipline, just learn discipline. And I never knew the meaning of what he meant by discipline. Discipline, in my opinion, is just having a routine towards doing the thing that you actually want to do, which will make you feel good at the end of the day. It is not about the activity that you just did, which made you feel okay, I did this hard thing, I should be feeling good about myself. That's not never going to happen. You have to do the difficult thing in the pursuit of truth that if I do this over and over again, life will become better, life will become easier. If I do the difficult thing today, my future self would have it easy. My future self would be proud of me, proud of my younger self. And that is what discipline is to me. To use discipline and practicality is asking yourself, what would you like to see in yourself in the next, for example, six months? Imagine yourself six months ahead, what would you be doing different? And if you imagine what I do is, I do the 30-year-old thing. So Alex Omozi talks about this. He imagines himself as 80 years old. He calls it the Solomon's paradox. He asks himself that if he's 80, what would he be doing? Or how did he make it to 80? What good things did he do to become wise and big and old, XYZ? So I imagine myself at age 30 and I imagine that I would be having this, 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 this and this. Okay, in order for me to have this, what would I be doing? Because at age 29, I'm not just going to snap my fingers and I'm going to have this like a company or cars or house or wife or kids, whatever may be the case. You're not just going to have it in a snap of a second. You have to work towards it on a daily basis so that that manifests itself. That is what discipline is. When you know, okay, you're working towards the goal, you're at point A, you have to go to point B, you... You have to go in a straight line and all these distractions are going to come where it's trying to move you to this, 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 this. All you have to say is no to that, push that away. I'm sorry, I can't come there. I'm going to go from here to here, straight line. I'm laser focused. That's all I have to do. Simple. Success, discipline is not additive. You don't have to add 10,000 things. It's subtractive. You got to remove things from your life because you may be doing one thing right, but you'll be doing four things wrong that is pulling you back. So that one thing is not able to improve and it's not able to get the momentum rolling because you're doing the four things wrong which is also pulling you back in the wrong direction and that is rolling the, the momentum of doing the bad thing again and again and again is holding you back for so long that you just can't do any good at it uh use discipline in real life just ask yourself what is it that you want to do in the next 10 years what does your life look like work towards that make a plan okay i've got to do this this and this Write it down. Every day I have to do this, 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 and this. Make sure that you finish that at the end of the day and then you go to sleep instantly because you know you've done all the tasks. You could not have done anything more, right? It is not about doing, working out, becoming, getting the six-pack. Hormozy talks about this. 
it's not about getting the six pack it's about maintaining the six pack it's not about becoming successful in life it's about maintaining the success in life a lot of people i believe nowadays want the instant gratification and they want to get the six pack and the attention and then they don't want to do anything they want to go straight back to their old habits start drinking start smoking and then they lose a six pack and then they have to pick themselves back again so they're in this constant loop of success dropping down success dropping down success dropping down and then every time they have to pull themselves back and they get angry and i tell them what is the goal eventually what is the goal at age 30 i just want to look good and for me looking good means working out 5 days a week eating clean food that's it and you sleep 8 hours 7 hours 8 hours simple all that answers but there is there is also a, i feel like there there needs one of the obstacles which you've that need perfect discipline is the ability to is the inability to sustain it just by yourself as a result the social aspect of any individual's life comes in play um i'm talking from a student's perspective mm-hmm. students as you are all as well they don't have much of the social life so um if they want to keep the discipline they uh, they either have to sacrifice the social life or they can sacrifice a little bit of the social life and a little bit of the uh workload that they have regardless whether it's studying or working part time or going to the gym whatever it is you can compromise a little bit of both in order to maintain both and as a result don't burn out mm. so i feel like the line of achieving that discipline is not that neat and clean mm. um so yeah how, how do you how do you see that very interesting question man i came up across this uh, i came across something similar like this bro uh what happened back in the day we were at the time i was still going outside with the guys and drinking smoking doing all the bad things and i, I asked myself uh ask yourself this question very simple have two categories in your mind category a is telling you not to do what you're doing right now that is you're socializing you're doing all the wrong stuff you're doing all these vices that's category a category b is waiting for friday night waiting for saturday night to pull up so that you can go drinking and smoking with your friends i just want people to realize or even you can ask yourself where do you want to be in the next 10 years that question is always running in my mind which which category would you like to be in because these category people are still at age 30 doing the socialized life and these people at age 30 have got a different life they are not drinking and smoking every weekend they may be doing it once a while once or twice a year but they're not doing it on a daily basis I just wanted to realize and accept this within me that either you're not God is not just going to come in out of nowhere and give you the life that you want to have you need to put in the work to get the life that you want to have so if you want to have a good body look at ask yourself in your mind this is a body the body's got muscle if you train the muscle the body's going to look like this if you don't train the muscle the body's going to look like this what do you choose i choose this okay you choose this there are costs aligned with it you eat a certain way you train a certain way you sleep a certain way there are costs aligned with these guys as well being fat and unhealthy comes with its own cost the cost is you pay it when you're 30 40 50 you do not pay it today today you get the instant gratification you get the dopamine of doing the wrong things you're eating the snacks drinking doing all the carbonated drinks all the bullshit you you're not paying the price today but you'll pay the price when you're 30 40 50 and then you will be angry at your younger self as to why did you do that however you pay the price of discipline today so that you don't pay the bill of regret in the future tim grover that's all it is ask yourself if you believe that your friends are willing to come along with you on this journey of 
fat loss, getting fit, making sure you look very good. When you put on, a, you know how much time people waste putting on clothes? They put on a clothes and say, oh my God, my stomach looks bad from that angle. Oh my, my chest looks, dude, you're wasting time, bro. Isn't it the, it's the best feeling you go in, you put on a t-shirt, you know it's going to fit you well because you've got the body, bro. You've got the body. The t-shirt will always look good. You can have a $2,000 t-shirt of Gucci. You put on a fat person, he will still look fat. <laughs> Very simple. <laughs> but yeah, so the body makes the t-shirt look good. The t-shirt doesn't make the body look good. And you want to ask yourself, okay, I've got these kinds of friends who are supporting me to go over here. And I've got these kinds of friends who are not supporting me to go there. Cut them off, bro. I, I straight tell you, they will not give a shit. The best part is they will come along with you once you've built the body. Once you start getting some attention from, from other people that, oh my God, look at Adi, he's got the body. Look at Amir, he's got that. Everybody will start coming back to you and they will start going to the gym with you. Look at our first year journey, bro. In our first year, whoever I knew, every guy I knew came to the gym one time or the other. Even, even though they came for like a month, they stopped after that. That's a discipline problem. They came, they saw me go. They saw the fact that okay, he does it, he also does it, he also does it, I have to go. It's positive peer pressure. And, the, and you take it in the same direction, negatively. Okay, he smokes, he drinks, he smokes. I have to do it as well. Everything is you learning from other people. Everything is you observing other people. What is it that you want to learn? Where do you see your life go in the next five, six, seven years? I always do the 10-year analogy because 10 years is a very long time. And you can waste your time. You can waste your time. That's why in the beginning, before we started recording, I told that, I told that we that I am ashamed of my first year self because I was angry. How could I have done the things that I did in my first year? And a lot of people look at it and go, it's a bad thing, but I'm going to say it's a very good thing that you are ashamed of your younger self. It means you have evolved. It means you have improved. And if you do this one more time next year, I would be laughing at my t myself today. How, how could I have said those things in 2024? 2025, me is going to be better. I, I know I digressed quite a bit, but no, I, it's okay, I hope no I... Um, okay, now I have a follow-up question. Yeah, yeah. Um, to give some context, first of all, uh, Aditya and I both went to Augustana campus for our first year. Uh, we were in residence, uh, which was... Uh, Hoi Mi? Yeah, Hoi Mi Hall. Uh, it was fun. Um, yeah. he's, he's trying to uh, be very critical. That's why he's just trying to... Uh, bring up the bad points but no. uh, here's the thing um, the question I wanted to ask is that in your first year um, you were in residence you were new to this country you were new to this culture you, know, you were new to this university all of this environment right and let's say you uh, re reached to the conclusion that okay I need to start getting discipline I need to stop smoking and etc However, you will be in the physical location. The demographic you're situated at still promotes the mm -hmm. negative peer pressure that you mentioned. Hmm. So what's, what do you think would be the goodest strategy to use in order to, to because you, you can, sometimes you cannot, you, you're locked in. Hmm. For a certain period of time, you have to um, stay disciplined meanwhile stay meanwhile staying in the location you're at mm. uh, whether it's physically or emotionally you, you, you're locked in mm. you sometimes you just have to keep going with, regardless of the situation right sure. so how do you achieve that because 
especially when you're in residence, especially when there is there are so many people around you who are doing this uh, similar stuff and you're trying to go in the opposite direction. It's just hard to keep up not only the social life, but also just understanding, uh, just having the mutual understanding that, okay, um, I'm still trying to be an individual and have a social life. Mm. Does that make sense? 100%, man. I think for this answer, you should be giving the answer because you were the only peculiar one on campus, man. <laughs> you were the one who was still praying on time, was waking up on time, was studying, who was completely away from all the social life and all the bad habits. And I must say, it's incredible to watch you grow. You've still done everything. You've been the disciplined guy. I have evolved with time. I, 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 I fell right into the trap of the social life, of the fitting in, of the party culture. I've right it. If it's a well, I went straight down. But how do you stay disciplined in those scenarios? I bet you, you will have some answers to this, but I'm going to give you my answer, which is it is just the environment, bro. The reason I think smoking culture in Canada as compared to India is way more bigger. I wouldn't, I, I could not, I could have not done any of the things that I did in India. Never. Because over there, it's a taboo. That guy smokes, that guy drinks, stay away from him. I was never into it. When I came over here, everybody's doing it. It is, it was genuinely like a small baby looking at everybody with lollipops in his mouth. And I'm thinking, why don't I have a lollipop in my mouth? Why am I the different guy? Right. And you do not know yourself at age 18, 17, at least for me, I did not know who I was for a very long time. I had to go through all the adversities to like find myself a little bit. And I'm still finding, I'll take a lot of time. The point I'm telling is, if you're living on campus and you're having a hard time, you, all your friends are doing certain things and you want, you know that that is wrong. Firstly, you have to know that is wrong as well. You just need to know how to stand up to your own morals. You just need to know how to stand up for your own principles. And in my opinion, bro, you have to go through it. You have to do the bad thing to realize that that was a bad thing and I'm not going to do it again. You can't just run away from it saying that, no, all of them are doing that. I know that is wrong. I'm never going to do it. You will always have it in your mind that I should have done it. I should have tried. What could have happened? You know, all these bad things that come in your mind. I just believe you do it. You realize that that is bad. You come out of it. The coming out of it has to be done. If you're staying on campus, all your friends are doing it. Please understand. If you know it is wrong, if you know that it's going to have bad effects on you, don't do it. It's not fun. It's just pain. Everybody is covering up their pain with alcohol and smoking. It is not, not fun. It is just a happy face for two to three hours. And then in the morning, it's all headache. And it's all, oh, my bank account. Oh, my God. My, why did I do that? And then you do that all over again. I have no understanding why did I do it. But the point that I'm trying to drive home very, very, very simply is, do you want to do that when you're 30? Would you want your kids to do that? Right? And the answer is going to be no, straight up. You can lie to yourself as much as you want. But again, you have to find yourself. I found myself after doing all the bad things that Adi, I don't want to do this. Adi, you're hurting yourself. You're not strong. If you were strong, you would withhold whatever problem that you're going through and be a fucking man instead of having the whole bottle or, you know, smoking or doing all the bad things. So yeah, anybody first year, you come in, you have a hard time. It's, it's very hard, bro. I mean, we've not had this conversation ever. I had it with Amitoj back in the day. International students, people come here with the mentality that it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. Yeah. It's very lonely. It's very <laughs> depressing. When it's negative 40 outside and you're sitting in your home doing absolutely nothing, no wonder you're going to go to do the drugs. No wonder you would do that because 
Nobody tells you this, bro. Nobody tells you this. You think that you can do all these great things when you come over here and you are all by yourself. I need to learn how to do laundry and dishes and make sure your house is clean and you got to eat right and you got to train and then you got to go to school, get good grades. Nobody talks about this. It's very hard. And I, anybody who asks me any advice, all I'm going to say is don't come. I'm telling you, don't come, bro. If you're not ready, don't come. It will eat you alive. You will fall into the trap of doing the drugs. And then if you are strong enough to come outside, you'll come out like me 100%. But you'll have to go through the difficulties. You will have to go through the downward fall of doing all the bad things and you'll have to pull yourself back up. You have to come closer to God. You have to come closer to yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that you want to do, right? A lot of people, man, I wish I knew this in my first. I, I did not sign up for this life, bro. It's fucking hard. But I still do it because I love it. I love it now. I hope I answered, bro. Sorry. No, you did. Yeah, that was that was good. Okay, let's let's talk about um, motivation a little. Um, well, I've, I've checked your Instagram multiple times. You, Thank you. you. You are a uh, very strong advocate on the fact that motivation is just a myth. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's no, just no. I, it's just discipline and discipline and discipline. That's it. Um. So. As a person who is trying to pursue a coaching um, career, mm. whether it's short term or long term, mm. uh, you have to technically instigate a or maybe trigger something inside your clients mm. to keep them pushing to keep them going yeah. to um, make them keep pushing themselves right yeah so how would you how do you manage that because i know right now you're doing um how many clients are you having right now i've got three you have three clients right now and you've been having them how are they doing by the way are they doing very good man okay, doing very nice. good very so, excited for the transformation yeah exactly so how do you keep them pushing themselves? Yeah. I know you are uploading many stories of, of your routine and of your daily life and your meals uh, every day. But, but what's the balance between uh, pushing them and also teaching them, hey, this is not a motivation. You signed up for this. You got to stay disciplined. Yeah. Again, bro, it's, it comes down to this one simple thing, which is, what do you do today? What is in your control? You control what is in your control. That's all it is. You will not, if, you know, it comes down to this. When people say that I'm not going to do something ever, I, I give up drinking. You do that for two days and then on the third day you're at the bar drinking because you did not drink the past two days. <laughs> so you'll end up having six drinks because you did not have the drinks in the past two days. Uh, the point that I'm trying to say over here is, it's about today. It's not about I'm going to go to the gym for one full year. I'm going to change my whole life. And yeah, that's all motivation, bro. If you're listening to this, you get motivated from listening to each one of us. If I say some good quote and you get motivated, that's that, that's going to last for one second. Right. What do you do after that? Nothing. You go back to your old habits. You scroll to the next reel. You scroll to the next reel. <laughs> exactly. So what I tell them is, what do you do today? It all comes down to what do you do today? Did you go to the gym today? That's it. I just want to know you went to the gym today and you ate your three meals a day and you slept well. That's all I have to know. I do not. And I can show you pictures, bro. These guys send me their pictures that they went to the gym. This is what they ate. That's all I have to know. I know you will sleep. You're, we're all people. We're all men. We all sleep at like a certain time. We all get seven to eight hours of sleep. Everybody knows that. 
the fact is all you have to realize all you have to realize is what do you do today did you go to the gym good we do that again tomorrow don't focus on the six month goal one year goal two years goal focus on what you can control today it's the step by step journey which is going to take you up because the work builds the worth the only way you feel worthy enough of other people's attention and worthy of yourself respecting yourself tapping yourself at the back saying that i did a good job is by keeping your word to yourself and that is by saying i'm going to go to the gym i go to the gym it is not about the activity as well it is about holding your word it's about saying i'm going to go eat healthy it's not about the food it's about you ate healthy you kept your word to yourself that is what is going to build that self worth within you and then once you've got the ball rolling bro once you've got the momentum in it's very hard to stop you because it becomes addictive once you realize that oh my god look at that if i do if i do this bicep exercise for 20 30 days i'm going to get a bicep gain addictive bro you get like okay so if i put in this much amount of work i can get this much result i'm doing it all the time right i'm going to do it it's like if i drink this much beer i'm going to feel like this it's just the same way in this way but this is not hurting you in any way it's mm. only going to improve you in the future today it's going to help other people when other people look at you putting in the work even with negative 40 outside negative 45 outside and you still do the work people are like how the fuck is he doing it you're doing it because you're addicted to the fact i am addicted to the fact that i see bro, i do not like running in the morning 5:40 i do not like running i love the fact that i did it like mm-hmm. at the end when i come back home after the gym and i'm done my cold shower and all the things i'm sitting and my like, hush did it good sorry good that's all i feel i did it i told myself i'm going to do it and i did it off uh, go go on to the next thing it's always about the next thing but you have to do it bro the fun nowadays is in the thrill of doing the difficult thing because people run away from the difficult thing i love the difficult thing when i do it and i come out of after i do the part and then i feel very good that okay i did the difficult thing i finished everything at the end of the day bro i sleep like a rock 10:30 10:30 pm knock off oh i'm out because i know i've completed all the tasks of the day and you go to sleep that is what is discipline you say you're going to do 10 things you finish the 10 things and you've got time to do whatever you want to do right all i tell my clients is focus on the day focus on the task at hand be where your feet are so right now i'm here with you i keep my phone away i keep everything away i'm here with you having this conversation i do not have any stupid stuff going on in my head oh i have to go to pay that oh, i have to pay that as well we'll we'll talk about that later right if you are at the bank stay at the bank if you are in your classroom stay in your classroom if you're talking to your parents talk to your parents be in the present you know what i'm saying that's all about it that's all about it one of the one of the hard things about especially living in residence is that well it's it's hard to keep the momentum when it's about uh fitness mm. of course going to the gym at the same time there is an incentive to go to the gym because you will be you uh, you will become you, there is this sense of validity that you get from your peers after a certain point as well as that uh, it's physical labor so you get um you get what's it called um the uh, hormones just secreted in your brain it's just yeah. pumping it's it's good feeling and more than that it's the you get the of course it's a late gratification system mm-hmm. but you will see the results coming up mm-hmm. after a certain point so yeah. you, there is an enforcement all the time but let's talk about um, um mental resilience mental strength mm. especially when it's something other than working out or just mm. going to your part-time work because mm. let's say working uh 
it's a repetitive task i'm just gonna show up work done okay gym same thing i'm gonna go grab the i don't know 20 pound uh weights do 13 reps do it for four times i'm done with 20 percent of my workout do it for five times 100 percent. i'm out same thing with running but with the school is different mm. with studying is different there is always this i feel like it's not only the showing up process but also keeping the quality you can't mm. just sit by your desk and just look at your book you yeah. have to keep reading 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 keep uh, being focused for a long time and having that discipline especially in residence is kind of very very hard so how did you manage that as a first year and then you moved out of the residence you lived with roommates for the second year and third year so how was the how was the process of that and what are the differences between having that kind of discipline and the discipline that you have to have for working out and fitness well bro you asked three to five questions at the same yeah, time sure. so i'm going to line out a little bit uh let's do the residence part so when i came to canada all of the things that we learned in my first year i had already done in grade 11 and grade 12 so first year was not academically burdening at all because we had already done majority of the stuff it was probably at that time it was hardly just showing up and <laughs> learning a little bit and you could give the final exams and you would pass no problem However, here's what I wanted to say about the mental resilience part as to if you were working out, if you were working and you had school. So if these are the three things that you have to do, how would you build discipline in each and every one of them? I would believe this is what I still do to this day, which is uh, Newton's third law. Bro. It is every action has got an equal and opposite reaction. If you have actually put in the work towards whatever it is that you want to do, you will get the result. Come what may happen. If you actually put in the work towards academics, what is it that you have to do for studies? Where you have to study all the chapters, revise them, and give the practice papers. If you do these three, do these three things over and over again, you are going to ace the exam, no doubt. You will get good grades. Come what may happen. Same thing in the gym. You work out, you eat clean, you sleep well. You will get a good body, no doubt. Nothing can stop you, but you. Right? People, I think, just overcomplicate stuff. With as I said, success is not additive. It is subtractive. You need to get rid of stuff that you have in your day. You have to get rid of the snoozing the alarm. You have to get rid of the ice creams. You have to get rid of the late night pizzas. You have to get rid of the drinking, smoke. It's just removing things and finding your small thing. Okay, so if I just do this for enough amount of time, I will get the result. That is what I have realized. Staying on campus, bro, it was the easiest thing because you would have guys around you. So you could always go to someone else's room and, hey, bro, I have a doubt. Help me out of this. Nowadays, phone, we have chat GPT nowadays. So that's just the easiest way to find answers to everything. But it's not the best way to find answers. However, it, it has become quite convenient in all fairness, you know. So that's academically, I'm going to say. You do certain things for a certain period of time, you will get the results. Work, as you said, is just showing up, do the work, come back. But again, even at work, bro, if you prove to the employer that you are the best hardworking individual over there, it's a different respect that you get. You entered the work and you know that everybody's garnering respect to you because you actually work hard. You just don't do, it's called, uh, it's called some, some quitting. I'm sorry, I can't get the word. Simon Sinek talks about this. He said, the quiet quitting. He said, people come into their jobs and they just come in, do the basics, and then they clock out. That's all, because they know that they're not going to be climbing up the ladder. All they do is clock in, do the basics, clock out, out. You do that, nobody's respecting you. Everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody can feel the feeling that you are feeling. People don't understand this. You are energetic beings. 
energetic beings. If you walk into the room and you have got a certain kind of energy, I can feel it. So if you come to work with a low mentality of just another day of coming to fucking work and you, you do this stupid thing, your boss understands that you're doing just to get by, just for the paycheck. And your grades reflect the fact that you're just starting to pass. That's what I used to do. I'm trying to improve on that. I've still not done very good in school. I'm still like the C to B student. And I'm okay with that. It's better than getting Ds. I've not got a lot of that, but B to C, I'm fine with that. I'm not an academic guy, bro. I do not see, so 10 years down the lane, I do not see myself as an academic dude. So I do not put in more work towards that. I put in more work towards the disciplines that I know are going to be there in the next 10 years, which is for me, that was cooking, keeping my own word to myself, cleanliness, uh, going to the gym, helping other people, becoming better at public speaking. I love speaking. I want to become way more better at this. So that's why when we're doing this, I'm trying to articulate in a way which will make the listeners feel good. He knows how to talk. I'm trying to do my best because even though this is not one of your top videos, it's we are in the beginning phase, I'm doing it as if this is going to get a million views. Have that mentality. I just have that mentality. I have the realistic mentality as well that, yeah, they probably aren't going to get it. But I rather think that it's going to get it. That's just a delusional mind you have to have at times. I, I still tell myself, are you going to make $10,000 a month? I know realistically I'm not going to make it. I'd rather say that I'm making it. I'd rather say that. It's called the future truth. Patrick Bedevitt, both of us respect him. Uh, he talks about the future truth. What, whatever is it that you want 10 years down the lane, tell yourself that today that that is true. Act as if the person is you right now. Right now, right now, you are the 30-year-old self. How would you be acting? I tell my clients, how would you be acting if you already had the six-pack? Would you be eating that chocolate milk, drinking that chocolate milk? Probably not. Would you be eating that pizza? Probably not. Because you know that you've got the six-pack and you know that it comes along with these costs and I cannot jeopardize the body that I've created. I'm not going to do it. It's all about the future truth, right? You imagine yourself being that person. There you are. And then you'll garner the discipline. You'll garner all the small things that will come along the journey. It's all about action. The more action you can take, the more work you can do towards the goal that you want to attract because the goal wants you as well whatever you want wants you as well it just asks you to do the work uh you know tim grover right mm -hmm. so tim grover speaks about winning imagine winning is right over there he's standing there with some goggles and cap and he's looking looking down he's got hands in his pocket just imagine he's standing over there and he says do you want to win i said yes take the problem face that if you can you face that take another problem face that take another problem face that you faced all of that here's some winning right footballers talk about this you have to go through this much amount of failure to get to this much amount of success. Mm. That's all about it. That's all about it. Whatever is it that you want to do, put in this much amount of work so that you can get this much amount of success. Got you. Yeah. No, that's that's very good. Uh, the Identifying the priorities is always really, really important. Um, and I'm sure you also have multiple priorities in life, as you mentioned. So what are the... Okay, I'm going to formulate my question this way. Life gets busy. Yeah. It's always a little bit, it gets dirty all the time. Yeah, it's hard, bro. And sometimes you have to compromise one of your priorities for 100%, the other. 100%. So, what's the, and I'm not saying it's a hard, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's not. It's a hard thing to do, mm. but it's a necessary step to take mm -hmm. for your highest priority or highest goal. Mm -hmm. But it's also, a hit to your own maybe confidence and self-esteem that hey maybe i'm not doing enough mm. you know that self-doubt that comes out that um because it's it's a double a sore when you're trying to be as productive as possible just stay disciplined 
it, uh, after a while you become uh, doubtful whether okay i'm actually doing what i'm doing or i'm just very comfortable in my routine and now i'm not pushing myself anymore mm. so how do you how do you manage your confidence when you have to compromise your other goals mm. for the high school does that make sense great question bro great question here's what i'm going to say to that let's define confidence first like confidence is not something that is inbuilt to you already it's not there you're not born with it nobody's born with it confidence comes Alex Ramosi comes from proof. Kobe Bryant used to talk about this. He said, how do people, people ask me all the time, how can I make these clean shots in basketball, these clean three-pointers? He says, I've been, done, I've been doing it thousands and thousands of times. I've done it 2,000 times in practice. What's another time? Confidence comes from proof of doing the same work over and over and over and over again. What's another day? I've gone to the gym. I've done the incline bench press in this way for the, <laughs> since I've started going to the gym. What's another day, right? What I'm trying to tell you is confidence comes from knowing that you have done it before, you've experienced this kind of pressure before, and you can do it again. You've pulled it off at that time, you can pull it off again. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You've done it before, have the confidence. Okay, that's what I did at that time. This is what I'm going to do this time. Cool. Confidence. That's that. I want to actually talk a bit more about the prioritization as you asked. What would you do? What would you give up to have something else? So for example, you have to go to the gym and you have to go meet your friends. Your friends no, are ready. Let's make, it a hard, let's make yeah. it a harder dilemma. Let's do it, yeah. Uh, you have, it's final season. Okay. You have finals. Uh, you have a paper. Yeah. Due, and you also have to go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. You also have to eat clean. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk more about the extreme example. So how, sure, how would yeah. you manage that? It's 100%. December. It's cold. You're depressed. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, tired yeah. your back hurts you have to go to work as well yeah, yeah and you've got finals and yeah so how about that yeah bro what is going to help you in the future what activity doing right now is going to affect your future if you didn't go to the gym today would that affect you would that affect your confidence it would affect your confidence it would affect your self-worth because you said you're going to go to the gym you did not go to the gym that is a cross immediately to yourself and you need to you, you need to be truthful to yourself a lot of people lie by saying that I do this, but in reality, they did not do it. In that dilemma, bro, I would do all of it. I would still go to the gym at 5.45 a.m. I would still eat clean because these two things are more important to me than the paper. The exam is going to come and go. The university is going to come and go. The degree is going to come and go. How much emphasis do you put on the degree comes to you? Now, you are going to go into the medical background. For you, getting the grades is way more important than me, right? For me, being more disciplined to my priorities is going to be different. There's a difference of priorities. That's fine. It comes down to what is more important to you. For me, going to the gym is more important than studying. It's just what it is. It's just what I like. It's just what I prefer. But because the degree keeps me in this country, it is my moral responsibility to get good grades as well because my parents have sent me over here. So for them, I have to get a decent amount of grade because I don't want them to be, oh, I send them over there and he's doing nothing. Point that I'm trying to drive, I would still wake up at 5.30, go to the gym at 5.45. I would still eat clean and I would give the two papers. I, would, I, I wouldn't care about the negative 45 because can I control the weather? That's not in my control. What is in my control? Going to the gym. What is in my control? Eating healthy. What is in my control? Studying for the paper. Going and giving the paper. Weather is not in my control. What am I going to do thinking about, it's negative 45, what do I do? That's stoicism. Marcus Aurelius talks about this. Control what you can control. Very simple. You, you And you do not have to sacrifice everything. Bro. What you, The thing... Firstly, you also asked about this, that am I doing enough? Am I, uh, am I in the comfort zone of doing the same routine over and over again? Or am I 
lacking off on something if you're having these kinds of thoughts know that you're doing enough firstly know that you're doing good you want to do good you want to improve yourself that's why you're asking what can i do more what can i do more where am i lacking where am i wasting time okay i may be wasting time over there i'm not going to do that i'm going to do this instead prioritize or prioritize for me for me me is the priority so in the morning i have to take care of me that's going to the gym meditating journaling praying that's that's me i have to do that i have to take care of me first so then i can go and take care of the other aspects of the day hope i answered your question yeah you did that was that was very good okay let's let's get a little bit more specific sure uh, go on and a deeper tangent um you're what you eat that's 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 one of the first things you told me after i asked you hey man how do you think i could get an abs how, how do you think <laughs> i could get abs in um in residence yeah, yeah. um and you said that you just have to keep a neat diet so yeah. let's talk about meal prep what are the requirements for a solid meal plan um based on different fitness goals some people are, are trying to bulk sure thing. Uh, some people are trying to cut so and some people are just uh, training for a very specific um program whether it's running a marathon or um, soccer or wrestling or whatever 100%. so what are the foundational emphasis on sorry what are the foundations of each of the diets that each of these trainings need yeah and how would they differ in bulking and cutting because i know that's your specialty sure thing bro. sure thing uh let's do the calories thing first which is this is a great term that has been on social media calories macros protein fat let's define all of them nicely nice and slow i'm not going to rush through it whatever there's a certain amount of calories that you need to eat throughout the day to maintain your body that's called maintenance calories you walk around you go to class you go to work xyz you need to do all these things and you need to have enough amount of food in your body that's called maintenance calories that's enough food just to get by if you eat over the maintenance calories you're going to store that and the, the, the carbs that you eat is going to be stored in your body which is with time going to become fat that's eating in surplus surplus that's what people do while they bulk they eat more food eat more calories so they can go in surplus unfortunately sorry just a second yeah. let me see what happened well that was unfortunate yeah it's all good bro. i <laughs> thought a car back for it so <laughs> it's all good completely uh, just just continuing so if you eat over uh your maintenance calories you end up bulking that is you say 2000 calories is your maintenance calories you eat anything over 2000 you eat 2200 you bulk when you go into 1800 calories 1900 calories you start cutting down because you're do- you're not giving your body enough food to run throughout the day you're giving body just enough or less than enough w- w- what happens how-, how do you cut fat let's I'll-, i'll talk about that as well how do you cut fat your your body is this your body has got this thing called fat on it carbohydrates any kind of carbs that cheat rice pasta pizza xyz flour please know what is carbs any kind of carbs is basically energy you need carbs in your diet to build muscle however if you have fat and you want to slim down you have to just reduce your carbs on your plate increase the amount of protein and have some vegetables look at your plate and go what is the ratio of carb to protein if the carb to protein ratio is way way more where your rice is this much and your chicken is this much you're never going to lose the fat because you're giving your body more energy to burn your body is burning this energy but when you give your body less carbs your body starts to use the fat within 
which would become the fat will turn into energy and your body is going to burn that fat that is how you cut cutting is eating less calories when you give your body less calories your body uses the fat that it has already as energy to run the body your body is going to run on something your body will run on the fat that is already in there that's cutting so you asked about you asked about meal plans how do you, i do not do i do not talk about I do not do a lot of calories with my clients. I do not tell them to buy away scales and count your calories and how much protein and how much is. I have not done it myself to this day. I do not do it. I just look at my plate and I go, okay, I've got this much amount of carbs. I've got this much amount of protein. Good. Fuck it. That's all you already have to have. I'm telling you, bro. People who want to go up on stage have to have specific food. Have to have specific food. This much amount of this. This much amount of this. This much amount of this. they have a goal the reason they are doing it is because they have a goal of going up on the stage or they want to become a good fitness influencer so that they could get a good deal with gymshark example that's why they're trying to can count their calorie because exactly. they they're trying to pursue a very certain type of body okay. exactly but you what you're trying to do is just staying fit uh, staying disciplined and just uh, keeping the physical labor going for, for that's it. as long as you can that's it what, what did i say age 30 how do you want to look at age 30 mm-hmm. a specific way and i know for me to look like that all i have to do is train eat clean sleep and that's what i just tell my clients bro what fit i'm not i'm not a fitness guy bro i am fitness is a part of my identity fitness is not my identity i don't want people to believe fitness is my identity even though i look good it is just a part it is a requirement to where i want to go a lot of people have this misunderstanding they believe that if they go to the gym they have one life somehow right it is a requirement exercising and having a good functional body is a requirement by god god has given you this great body you take care of it bro you do not fuck it up by putting wrong things in your body you just cannot do that i'm so sorry right if if there is an option if there is an option to have a six pack and a three tied stomach why are you choosing the three tied stomach choose a six pack it comes with its own cost pay the cost today so that your future self is going to be proud of you you're going to pay the cost over here as well bro somebody is going to have cancer in the next 10 20 years and then they're going to say fuck man why did i eat all the pizza back in the day why did i do all that why did i drink why did i smoke why did i do you regret at the end bro right what what did tim grover say if the if you're not willing to pay the price of winning today wait till you get the bill of regret very simple very simple and these guys everything is old school bro with me everything is old school because i be, i believe my dad generation your dad generation tim grover generations those were the people they were the fucking man they understood what they had to do and they did it they did not like think about feelings and stuff i feel tired oh you should go to the gym bro that doesn't make sense to me you you think i mean you think i wake up at 5:30 in the morning all excited let's go to the gym fuck yeah negative 45 let's Good go to the gym sunshine <laughs> dude if if you had a cam- if you had this camera at 5:30 when the alarm goes off and you come in adi how do you feel i will kill you with the camera i am so angry when i wake up at 5:30 in the morning bro when i'm jogging to the gym i'm very angry i'm like adi what the fuck are you doing this who do you think is watching you Do you think you're going to become successful if you do this? All of these thoughts that everybody has on a daily basis, I have it too. But the only way you get rid of these demons in your mind is by doing the positive actions. I I tell this to people, this is a quote from Wes Watson. It is you will never be able to think your way into positive action. You cannot think I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to have a six pack, I'm going to be a millionaire. Never. That is not going to give you the action. You need to act your way into positive thinking. That's why I say when I'm done with my morning routine, I'm done with the difficult thing, I feel good. I feel good in my mind. I have a positive mentality because I did the difficult thing. So you do the action and then you feel a certain way. 
you will never be able to reverse it. You can never think your way into positive action. It will never happen. You can tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. It's never going to work out. Where is the action? I've stopped listening to a lot of people. I'm just looking. I'm just watching at you. You tell me you want to lose six pounds. You're eating the pizza. That Your, your thoughts are not aligned with the action. Mm-hmm. That's not correct. But yeah, I, again, I believe I'm going on to a different tangent. But just to come back to the meal plan part as well. I do not meal plan per se. I've got a, a job recently in the office. So I have to cook lunch. And I'll cook breakfast as well, like the oats. I'll just do overnight oats. Very simple. Just get a mason jar, add some milk, add six to seven spoons of oats. Uh, get some berries in there, get some yogurt, get some peanut butter, maple syrup, mix it up nicely. If you have whey protein, add whey protein. If you have creatine, add creatine, mix everything up together. Seal it up tight in the morning. Five minutes, go to work. Very simple. For lunch, that's what I do as well. And to a lot of people who live far away, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I live close to campus, bro, because I can come back home one I've done with one of the class. So I've got one class between, let's say, 9.30 to 10.30 is a class. I would come back home, I would cook my lunch, and then I'd go back to my next class. I've got exactly one and a half hours or an hour, 15, an hour. That's enough for me to cook, eat, and go back. I'm very happy with that, and I've got no problem. A lot of people cannot do that. That's fine, bro. Go get yourself a Subway. I always tell people, if you want to have a cheat meal, have a Subway. Healthy cheat meal. Don't call it like a cheat meal and go have McDonald's, which the chicken has fucking been frozen for 10 years and you're eating the same shit again and again. People have no clue, bro. Like if you actually look into all the chicken and all the Chick-fil-A stuff and all the processed items, they're very bad, man. They, they can give you so much pleasure in the first bite, but you're going to pay the price. You're going to pay the price very soon. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, the, the notion of not counting your calorie and still having a good diet, having a good diet is... Uh, I think really, really helpful to a lot of people, especially people who are not trying to become professional bodybuilders. 100%. Because there's always a second thought, oh, mm, am I doing this right? Because a lot of yeah, people yeah. are counting their calories. So Don't no, worry was, about that it. That was a really good point. Yeah, bro. P- people, please, don't worry about it. Just, just go to the gym, eat clean food, sleep. Three things. I swear to God, you do these three things for six months, give yourself a six-month goal, eat clean, train at least three to five days a week, build for hypertrophy, do not try to lift heavy, do as much reps as you can. Get some good sleep. Keep a six-month goal. Don't don't check your weight every day. Check mm-hmm. your weight every month. There will be progress. 100%. If you check your weight every day, nothing is going to change, bro. People, Adi, I have five kilos. I'm not dropped yet. I'm like, bro, take your time. Bro. <laughs> Let time play its thing. You cannot do it in one day, two day, three day. If you could have done it, the value would not have been there. There is a reason you've got the setup. It took you two years to get over here. There's a reason that this thing has value. There's a reason this thing has got value. It took me three years, mm-hmm. right? It, it, you would not respect this if it just happened overnight. Yeah. There's a reason the Lamborghini has got value. There's a reason the Rolex has got value. It takes time to make them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, let's let's get sh- uh, let's get through your uh, workout routine. Ah, uh, can you walk me through your weekly workout schedule? Hundred percent, bro. And, I do. Uh, how do you approach your reps and sets? Sure thing, sure thing. I do very simple things. Right? I just do the push-pull legs, push-pull. So I work out five days a week. Push is all push movements, which include chest, shoulder, tricep. So I do, I start off with cables. I actually do calves every day. I, I, no, I don't tell people I do calves every day because uh, I'll show you without the pants. Bro. <laughs> Somebody, I, I always knew that my calves were a little small. Uh-huh. And one time, one of the big dudes, 28, 30 years old, came up and told me, you've got chicken legs. I said... <laughs> said never again it's not that bad come on <laughs> what well, dude now it's not bad at all now you now i look at him and go tell me chicken legs now motherfucker <laughs> honestly but he said that i'm like never again 
never again. I caps, <laughs> I do caps every day. So I start off my exercises with caps and then I would superset a cable fly. So this is Monday. Mm -hmm. So I do high to low cables, superset that with caps, go upstairs, do the incline bench press with the barbell, three sets of that, three sets of cables, three sets of caps. I superset that, go up, three sets of incline bench, come over here, I'll do lateral raises, three sets. Then I'll superset dips along with rear delt flies. So dips is the best exercise for your upper body, guaranteed it's good for your uh, front delts, it's good for your lower pec, it's good for your tricep, it's very good. Do, do the dips while you lean forward a little bit so that you can emphasize on your lower chest. Mm -hmm. uh, so I superset dips along with rear delt flies and then I'll do two exercises of a tricep that is an overhead extension with the rope and then a straight bar push down. So very simple, three exercises for chest, two exercises for shoulder, two exercises for tricep, that's push. You do pull, pull is on Tuesday, any exercise that consists of a pulling movement. So I do calves along with lat pull down, that's a superset. Then I would go and do lat uh, machine rows. Mm -hmm. And then I would do bent over rows with the barbell. Okay. So the three exercises for back and then two exercises for bicep. I, I'm a very effective guy. I don't like running around the gym. So I, I do the bent over rows and then I'll just take the weight off from there, like the 45s. I'll put like a lighter weight. So I'll do, I'll, I'll do like 10, 5, 5, mm -hmm. like 20 pounds. And then I do bicep curls with that, just with the barbell because I don't want to go upstairs and get the dumbbells. Yeah. So I'm just over there. Barbell curl, then I'll go upstairs and I'll do hammer curls and I'll superset that with some abs. There's a decline ab thing over there. Do some abs. 45 minutes out. So what I do, I did three exercises for back, two exercises for biceps and one for abs. Out. My exercise, my work, dude, I didn't even know this. I used to work out for three hours back in the day. Three hours. Today I work out anywhere between 45 to 50 minutes. 55 minutes on push days because shoulders also there. So there are three muscle groups that you're working. 45 to 15 minutes. That's all you need. You don't need to do for fucking three hours or two hours or even one and a half hours. I don't have the time for that. But it's part of the story. That was pull day. Legs is, again, so I'd start, I do very, I do it in a unique way. I do it in a bodybuilding way. I do not do squats first. I go do a leg extension first. Mm -hmm. So three sets of leg extensions. I then go do leg press. Then I'd go to squats. So three sets of extension, three sets of leg press. Then I'd go to squats. Best part is I don't have to do heavy squats now. I do like just one plate and I'll go fucking down, 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 down. I'll wrap it out and I'll go very deep. I go all the way to the bottom. I don't do the half ones anymore. I used to do the half ones. I used to think that was squats, but I go very, like completely now. And I would fail on the seventh or eighth rep. I like genuinely fail. And I would feel very good that I failed. Fuck yeah, it feels good. So I do three sets of squats and then I would go to calves along with abs, leg raises basically. So I would superset calves and leg raises, and then I'd go to hamstring curls, finish it off like that. And then I'd repeat push, instead of just doing high to low cable, like I did on Monday, I would just do low to high. That, that hits the incline part. That's all, I, that's the only change that I make for Thursdays. Everything else remains the same. Everything remains the same for Friday, for the pull day, nothing changes. Five days a week, train anywhere between 45 to 50 minutes, done. Cardio is jogging to the gym, jogging back from the gym. And I, I try to do like 10K steps a day, you walk around campus, you come back home, you walk, come back home, come over here. 10K steps, very simple. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. I don't do a lot of exercise, if you notice. I don't, I, I keep it very, like three exercises for simple, every muscle group. Yeah, mm -hmm. very simple. You don't have to do like spider curls or, you know, you do all these different exercises that social media tells you to do. Or, like get the cables and go do like these bicep ones. You mm -hmm. Just do barbell curls. Just do, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You look good. You don't complicate. People are complicating stuff. I think that's the biggest advice I can give anybody who's starting to go to the gym and you want to follow me. Keep it very simple. Do the basic stuff. Do push-ups. You will still have a good chest. I had a good chest but just by doing push-ups. Mm -hmm. I could make my chest pop just by doing push-ups. 
it just became more better now because I have to go to the gym. You have added weights, yeah. That's all. Mm. That's all. But yeah. Okay, so the the, the primary goal of, of your fitness journey is just staying consistent and just doing the bare minimum about challenging your body, not yes. going too crazy with You don't want to kill yourself. Mm. You don't want to kill yourself. Mm. All you want to do is do the basics, do it over and over again. You look great. Because I know everybody wants to look good. You know, everybody wants to have the six pack. Nobody's willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, do the basics, you'll be good. Gotcha, okay. Okay, let's talk about resilience now. Uh, as we mentioned before, life is a little bit dirty. It always yeah. gets messy. Um, and I want to get personal a little, if that's okay. Please. Can you share a time that things didn't go as planned? And, you know, new, new priorities come up. Um, sometimes you just have to, what's it called, put the routine away. And I know you're a routine person, so it's, it's very hard to live without a routine or create a new routine all of a sudden. Hmm. So how was that process like? Definitely, bro. Definitely. I think God has been very graceful on me, bro. He's put me in difficult situations with time. He never just took me and put me in a difficult situation. He made the situations difficult as he knew I became stronger. He he knew I was ready for that. That's when he put me in that difficult situation. And he tested me. He tested me at every year. Every year was a great new test. Something would pull up. First year was fine, bro. I don't think I faced any adversity in first year other than me going into the wrong direction. Uh, I'm going to say second year was when life actually became a bit difficult because now I actually have to work. I need to make enough money to pay my bills. I do not want to go in debt. I have to buy groceries. I have to do my own laundry. I have to keep my room clean. I have to work 17 to 20 hours a week. I have to study as well. Second year, it became a bit difficult. At that time, everything goes for a toss. For the first week when you're building the new routine, everything goes for a toss. You're, you try, you, everything is trial and error. You try that, that doesn't work. That you try, that doesn't work. Okay, that doesn't work. That's when I realized that Everything comes down to action. All I did at that time was just act. And every time I failed, I used to tell myself, okay, I failed at that. Out of 10 things, I did two things good and eight things bad. Cool. The next time I do it, I want to do the four things good and six things bad. Mm. The next time I do it, seven things good. All you have to do is keep on improving the routine. Some You, you always want to have holes in your boat. Always. You just have to make sure that you're covering the holes with time. To this day, I've got holes in my routine. I just suck less. I, I talk about this a lot. Your goal is to suck less from day one. My routine at day one was terrible. There was no routine. Now there is one, which is way better than the day one. When you, when when new challenges and new responsibilities are thrown on your shoulder, you take it up, chin up, be a fucking man, don't cry about it. Ask yourself, what is it that I have to do right now? There's a great story of the ant and the elephant where these guys are in a forest and it's all foggy around and the elephant can't see where to go. The ant goes up to the elephant's ear and says, can you see your first step? The elephant says, yes, just take it. Just take the first step. Don't overcomplicate things. Be in the present. Take the first step. Keep on walking. It's all about keep on walking. You will get a branch on your left. You'll get a branch on the right. You'll fall down. There'll be a boulder in front of you. There'll be a wall in front of you. There'll be a big tree in front of you. Just keep walking. The path illuminates as you walk it. You will never be able to plan out. Step six. Never. It will not work out. The first step towards doing something good is failing. The first step is going to be the mistake step. 
You take the first step, oops, failed. And then people just run back. Uh, Hormozzi says, he looks at fear from this perspective, which is, look at it as a vast ocean, which is one meter, one meter wide, but just an inch deep. It's just an inch deep. That's why it looks like this massive ocean. It's a meter wide. You, you take one step in and you're like, okay, it's fine. It's the water is just over there. It's not that bad. You take another step. It's not that bad. It's, like another step. it's not that bad. I look at it from an icy cold perspective. Just, just imagine getting yourself into an icy cold water. You take the first step. It's very cold. Your body gets adapted to very quick. Yeah? If you do a cold shower, the first 10 seconds is very bad. And then you're fine. Everybody knows this. Your body gets adapted to it very quickly. So you take the first step. Okay. Take the first step. It's very scary, but to this day, everything is very scary. It took me two years to put my face up on camera. <laughs> two years! Two, you, I, I don't think people know this. I used to post back in the day as well. I just I would just was not disciplined with it. I would post for five days and then, well, maybe I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, I would lose the... I was not disciplined. I was, I was disciplined at a very small perspective, which we spoke about before we recorded. I was just going to the gym. That was the only discipline I had in my life. Your life has got to be the whole discipline. If you look at my life today, I know what time, what I have to do. If you ask me, Adi, what do you do at 7 p.m.? I do this. What do you do at 5.30 a.m.? I wake up. What do you do at this time? I do this. My days are planned in a specific way. Actually, this time is, is, is reserved for this activity, right? And the activity can change from time to time. So my afternoons is for work, like our study, right? And I'm over here. This is a kind of work. I just look at it like that. I'm not looking at it as like some kind of time pass. You know, we're still doing something productive. At the end of the day, it's productive work. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You have, when you're building a new routine, when you're building up, when you have responsibilities and you're building a new life for yourself, do the activity, fail at the activity, come back, ask yourself where you can improve, do it again. Do it again. It's all about trial and error. Stop planning. The path illuminates as you walk it. You take the first step. You realize, okay, I can do this. You take another step. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You do it. You do it. You realize, fuck, I just came over here. And then the top of every mountain is the bottom of the other. You climb one mountain, you realize, I have to go there now. You want to go there now. We are all human beings. We always want more. We are never satisfied with what you have. And you should never be, bro. You should always want more. My body is good the way it is, but I would like to have it better. That's all it is. And I hope people just build a routine because you need to have discipline. At old, It's an old adage that the disciplined ones are free in life. Because you know what you have to do and you do it irrespective of how you feel. Build a routine, have a good life, know what you have to do on a daily basis. When you wake up, when you are when you are writing down your things, uh, journaling down your stuff, know what you have to do throughout the day, complete all the tasks for the day, go to bed. Mm. You do it again tomorrow. I see. Okay, I, I, I have to ask you this question mm. uh, because I feel like it's a, it's a very true question for a lot of uh, the mutual friends that we have yeah buddy what the fuck 5 45 a.m yeah you take a picture you post on so you post on instagram like what are you trying to do like yeah, yeah. where are you going like okay you wanna you wanna be successful when you're 30 you said cool just get up at eight you know we can hang out at 11 have a nice friday night we haven't seen each other for like for a while yeah. um or for example i don't know like you want to go to the movies at night? No, man. I got to get up at 5.45 a.m. tomorrow. I can't do that. You know, it's 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 about priorities, and I understand. Hmm. But um, a lot of people also 
see it as accommodating mm. for um, the people in your life, for other people in your life. For example, let's say you get married at some point. Um, of course, if you have this routine and you pursue this lifestyle, you're all, you're, you're, your significant other is going to have the same lifestyle other than the if, if not you wouldn't approach that person of course you wouldn't that's an attractive attribute i believe in your opinion so i'm not saying it's gonna affect your social life however it's gonna make you look very selfish and i know the answer that you're gonna give but it's gonna make you look very selfish and temporarily it's gonna make you very isolated in the society especially if you're in residence and that's maybe not the best approach uh, to have, especially when you're just going into university, you're trying to do networking, you're trying to build a community where you can give service to in the future. Um, I'm not saying you're going to give service to only residents to students, but you get the point. You're trying to also practice how to do networking, how to keep your relationships alive and kicking. So, so yeah, how... There is a price you have to pay for such a lifestyle. Hmm. So, what's your what's your perspective on it? Again, bro, you asked too many questions. I'll try to do step by step. Uh, the first thing I'm gonna say: Why do I wake up at five forty-five a.m.? Why do I do all of that? Why do I post a picture? I could wake up at eight. I could do all that. Yes, it is the story I get to tell when I'm thirty, and I I put a lot of emphasis on thirty because that's just a ten-year goal I have. When I'm twenty-five, it's gonna become thirty-five. Whenever my dad tells me my his stories when he was young, when he was anywhere between 15 to 25, and he tells me his stories that he used to do this, this, and this, I would get revved up. My dad did that? What? <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. And then he tells me about his grandfather. He, he used to do this, he used to do this, he faced this, he faced that. And then I ask myself, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. Waking up at five, I have a roof on top of my head. I have clothes to wear. I have food to eat. I have the basic necessities. I have to deliberately make my life hard so that, I can ha- so that I have a story to tell my kids as well. It is about the story. It is about the story. I need to have an epic story. You and I respect Hormozzi about this. He had this podcast with Chris Williamson where he said, uh, his manager asked him, Hormozzi, what are you planning on doing with this activity? And Hormozzi said, whatever makes the most epic story. And when he said that, I nodded my head like, you know, I'm on the right path. <laughs> I'm on the right path. He said that. He's living the life I want to live. I'm on the right path. Fuck what everybody thinks. I don't even know how am I gonna reach there, but I'm on the right path. I've got, the, I've got the, I've got the keys aligned. I've got the, I see the steps. All I have to do is walk it, step by step. I'm not in a rush. Step by step. I'm gonna walk it. I'm gonna walk it. I'm gonna make it. What can you do with the networking part? How can you still be able to socialize with people? How can you do all of it? I believe I still meet my friends, bro. I at night, I I go out. I meet my friends. I'll have like a dinner somewhere, but that would be like once in three months. I will do it. I will let myself do that as well. You got to have the you got to have a bit of everything. But this thing called balance, bro, I don't think you'll have a lot of balance in your life. You want to do that as well, you want to do that as well, you want to do that as well. You can't put your feet in all of these three places. You got to find one thing and just go all in on that. You can you see none of the entrepreneurs have ever raised five companies together. Never. They have one company, they build that company up and then they pour it into other companies use the revenue to go build other companies. You you need to learn how to prioritize yourself first to talk about the spouse thing. A lot of the, lot of, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Every day is one podcast. I have to listen. 
everybody talks about their life and they this is a common ground that i found which is mornings are for you late mornings afternoons is for the business evening is for family that's it you got to learn how to do that you have but you have to give time to yourself as well if you do not help yourself you cannot help anybody so the reason i do it at 5:30 and can i i'm not sure how are we doing on time but there's a small small story about my 5:30 thing bro a lot of people don't know this i was not allowed to go to the gym i never had the money to buy a gym membership what do you mean you were allowed to go to my gym? parents were against me going to the gym <laughs> how can you imagine that <laughs> my parents said you're not going to go to the gym i said watch me watch me <laughs> i said fuck off i am going and at that time me and my buddy used to sell these second hand phones and I I sold some with him. I sold some just for myself so that I could buy a six month gym membership. I sold some and I got enough money to buy a six month gym membership. And this gym was not like some compound or massive gym, bro. This gym was like in a building. There's a small part. It's a very small gym, bro. Like this apartment, bro. Like take this, take the same thing and just double it on that side. Mm. That's the size of the gym. Everything is cramped up. Everything is. You always have to work in with somebody. It's a very small place. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, bro. Because at that gym. I was the smallest guy. Everybody over there were bigger than me. Everybody were going on up on the stage. So everybody were on steroids and everybody would bring their lunch boxes and they would eat their macros and they would do the protein shakes and their the only way I learned how to exercise was by observing them. I would observe them okay he's doing it in that way. He's turning he's turning his pinky towards the end when he does a bicep curl. Maybe I should do that. Ah, so I learned by observing. I only learned by observing. I learned cooking by observing Ali and Anu. I, they would do it. I would just stand. I would see. Okay, he chops it on me that way. He does that. He does that first. Then he does observing. The point that I was telling you here was, I was not allowed to go to the gym. I figured it out. And then COVID's second lockdown had come up on Mumbai, so the gyms were supposedly supposed to be closed, but the gyms were not closed. One day, I think I so I told myself, what am I going to do? I have to go to the gym. I have to go to the gym. So I woke up early in the morning to go for like these jogs, and I would come back and do push-ups just because I had to keep the momentum rolling. This was like two months in. I was I was in the two month journey, and I told myself I have to do this. I have to do this. My mom said, "You've come back home now. Go get me some groceries." So I said, "Cool, I'll get it." And I told myself, "Let's just go past the gym, bro." I was missing the gym, so I went past the gym and I saw some people with their gym bags like outside in some other corner. of the road and i was like what the fuck are these i run to them and they were coming down from the staircase and i ran upstairs and i'm like some some way it connected to the gym and there was a big trainer he was locking up something i said was the gym open he's like yeah it's like, so sneaky <laughs> yeah so sneaky bro and he said if you want to come you come between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. i'm like done. oh okay done yeah. i am coming so I came back home the whole way from the gym to the grocery store to back home it was all the lie what lie can I tell my parents to go to the gym because at that time I used to lie I used to lie a lot today today by god's grace bro my relationship with my parents is very good back in the day it was all lies so I told my mom that mom I'm going to go wake up I just met my I just met some people at the gym I met some people jogging and they said that we go to we go to this jogging park and then we go to our friend's place he's got some dumbbells and we do some exercise over there we meet every day at 6am so I just told my mom some stupid story and I said mom I'm going to wake up at 5:30 and I'm going to go to with them at 6am she said they cling it the translation is we'll talk about it we'll see that's basically no and <laughs> I told myself watch me <laughs> so uh, you have to plan everything really well bro at that time I so I never had my own bed per se I did not have my own bedroom So growing up I used to sleep in the middle of my parents and as I grew up I used to sleep on the floor. So I would get my what t-shirt, a underwear, track pants, socks, I would go leave it on the couch and then I would we would sleep. 
at 5.30 a.m., I, so now, why, why, did, why did I choose 5.30? Because if I wake up at 5.30, I go, get to go to the gym at 6, and then 6 to 7, I can work out one hour is enough for me, I can come back. If I tell my mom I'm going to wake up at 4.30 to go to the gym at 5, that's a straight no. So you learn a lot of negotiation when you're <laughs> growing up with Indian parents. So you learn negotiation. So I said, 5.30, go to the gym at 6. The alarm, mom, my dad is a, has got very good ears, very good nose. If the alarm goes off and that motherfucker wakes up, I'm dead. <laughs> so I have to sneak out of the house, bro. The alarm went up at 5.30, knock off the alarm, fold the bed, go down, go down splash cold water, dress up, brush, and I would put the keys in and I would unlock the door and then close the door slowly. I could not make the noise of closing the door. He would wake up. He would wake up and I'm dead. So I could not even carry like, at that time we would have like these big bottles of water at home. So if I would have taken that to the gym, my dad would ask, how are you jogging with this full bottle of water? <laughs> I would not come up with a good lie that I would lose that conversation. <laughs> so I would buy this 10 rupee bislary, it's a small bottle and I would leave it at my watchman's place, like the security oh, wow. guard's place. Mm -hmm. So I'd leave it there and then I would just take it from there. That's how the 5.30 thing came, bro. That's how I was waking at 5.30 going to the gym at 6. And then after two to three months, my I came back from leg day and my dad was like, you've been going to the gym, haven't you? I'm like, no, no. He's like, nobody becomes that big just by doing push-ups. I'm like, I'm taking you serious, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I did all my prayers and I came back and I said, yeah, I've been going to the gym. And he said, uh, just be careful. Yeah. And the best part about life is this, bro. When you actually put in so much work, everybody will start supporting you. Since that day, my mom bought me a protein shake. My dad started boiling eggs for me. He started making this dry fruit shake, bro. He would like add, get, get all the dry fruits, get some milk, get a banana, peanut butter. At the time, you had this like a chocolate powder, like this bush or bonvita. You'd put like two scoops for a flavor. And then he said, if I'm making it for you, I might as well make it for everybody. So he'd make it for the whole house. And we were all healthy. Mm -hmm. So you see how in the beginning, nobody's going to believe in you. And you push yourself to do all these great things. And everybody will start supporting you once you've climbed the mountain. Once you've gone through the lonely journey of trying to figure it out by yourself, trying to figure it out by yourself, when nobody roots for you, nobody's going to root for you because you don't have the proof. Today, if I t come and tell you, Amir, I'm going to teach you how to get a big bicep, you will believe in me because I've got the bicep. If I tell you I'm going to teach you how to make money, you won't believe in me because I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's about the proof. The confidence comes only from the proof of the fact that, okay, you say you're going to do something, you do it. So that's when my parents started believing me. That's when my friends started telling, oh, you look big, you look this and you look that. And I did not care about that validation at all, bro. The only person's validation I wanted was somebody who was bigger than me. A couple months back, a couple of days before I came back, came the couple of days before I had to come to Canada, I was flexing in the mirror and one of the big dudes comes up and says, you, made, you built a body, good job. I said, Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> you, me? I did it. I did it. I wanted you guys' validation, bro. They were so big, bro. And I had somebody, and they're like, good job. I'm like, mm. they saw me. They saw me do it. Mm. That's how the 530 came. It's mm. not about why 530. It's just, the, it's just the story I tell myself. I came from there. I want to continue. It's a story I can tell myself when I'm 30. It's a story I get to tell my kids so that I can get him revved up. Speaking of epic stories, am I right? Speaking of epic stories, bro. <laughs> you got to make an epic movie, bro. Yeah, just try to do it. Okay, uh, let's wrap this up, man. 100%. Thank you for coming here. It was it was a lovely conversation. I really appreciate your time. No, yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for having. And you're a great friend, man. Thank you. You are as well, bro. And you got to talk a bit more on discipline someday. Well, I'll be on that seat. You can be over here sure. talking about discipline because you had a fucking great journey, bro. In first yeah. year, when all of us were doing all the wrong things, you did not do all the bad things, and you got to. The girl chose you as well, really well. You know, she she chose the right one out of all the horses that we were running. Out of all the horses, she chose the right one because you did not go in the wrong direction. We all went in the wrong direction. 
and you did not and you you deserve all the all the success you have today all the success you have in the future because you did it bro you genuinely i, I know it's very hard because i'm on the journey right now it's genuinely very hard i told you i'm off of all the drugs it's genuinely hard and i know i can go back anytime and i'm trying to work in this direction so that i do not go back there because i know how it feels when i'm back there mm-hmm. i know i'm running away from something i i just don't want to that's why i'm outwardly trying to give everything that i've got that's what it is but Done. yeah one day thank you man thank you 100% thank you thank you for listening to this podcast uh i'll mention aditya's um social account information and uh, you can give him a follow please do he's amazing and yeah thank you very much bye bye Thank you.